Welcome back bad. in, everybody. <laughs> I do like the cupcakes. Mm. Wow. That's why I weigh more than I've ever weighed. They're not That's gone why I yet? Weigh You've been eating them right, and the eating last, them and eating them. The last white birthday cake kind. And there's two chocolate That is my kind. downfall. So now I'm down to the next. I'm going to have to consider whether I go for the chocolate <sighs> next. Well, let's go to the biologist who has been very patient, and I appreciate him waiting. Welcome into the program, biologist. I hope you're doing well. Yes, sir. Hey, I hope y'all are doing well, too, sir. Thank you. Thank you. My, what you got on your mind? My daughter, uh, I've always told her, she's a big soccer player. We live south of Montgomery, and we drive to Birmingham. And I've always Ooh. said sports Abusa. will uh, provide you, hopefully, mm. uh, no HBS, Sewer Vestavia. Gotcha. But, gotcha. But I said, or your your athletic skills, which she's looked at D1, D2, D3, everything, and she's probably going to get... Your, your sports is going to get your room and board. She's got a 4.2 GPA at a private school in Montgomery. Extremely smart. She wants to be an orthopedic surgeon. Ooh, and I man. said, your scholastics will get you tuition and books. And I've always, I expect you to make an A because that's your job. That's your job. Correct. Well, Correct. and the reason a lot of these, and I'm going to some different, the, the reason these these kids, a lot of them in, in the Power Five money-making sports, they don't care. But... The NFL has a rule. You have to be in, you got to be out of school three years before you can go to the NFL and get drafted. The NFL has to have the college weed out the kids, pretty much, because the NFL. Yeah, the college is minor their league. minor league. That That's it. And the, the bad thing, Don said, you know, these kids are, their blood, the sweat, the tears. You know what? My daughter will be putting her blood, sweat, and tears. Your daughter mm-hmm. does in volleyball. There's other sports where kids are putting just as much effort. Granted, they're not a money-making sport, and I understand that. And that's fine, but in my opinion, if they stipend it, it every kid can get this amount, then it's still. I mean, look, I, 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 I could have played soccer at a college, but I wanted to be a biologist, and I only had a few SEC schools, and right. SEC schools don't have men's sports or men's soccer. Men's soccer. That's right. So... I worked at a bar, and mm-hmm. I made money working till 2 in the morning while I went to school doing labs. And a lot of these sports, you're, they want my, my daughter, there's only one SEC school women's soccer team that will take a nursing student because of clinicals, the labs. That's right. There, there are certain it, things you can't, you can't exactly study right, sir. because yes, you sir. can't be an athlete and meet the academic requirements. When we went to the LSU, we went to LSU ID camp. The first thing they told us, we don't recruit nursing students. My daughter, when she went to the Alabama ID camp, she talked to a player. She said, do y'all have any nursing students? She goes, we don't recruit them because clinicals. And me being a biologist, we had a lot of labs. Mm -hmm. So we never had an athlete in biology, forestry, agronomy, anything like that. We never had because they didn't want. To To my point is, there needs to be some way where you either bring it down where no one's outbidding each other. And because the Troys, the UABs, the Alabama A&M of the world do not have the the money to be able to drop a million on a kid. They don't. Right, right. And, and, that, and people that forget hurts. that Power Five, well, look, Virginia Tech doesn't either. Iowa State doesn't. Iowa doesn't. Yes, but sir, let's be right, honest. Sir. Mississippi Mississippi Syracuse, State can't Syracuse. spend that kind of cash. That's right. So, 
you know, the, the whole thing with Don saying, you know, these kids deserve it because they're doing it. Look, I guarantee 50%. And, and that's just a swag. We call that scientific wild butt guess in the biology community. <laughs> but 50% of them, if they didn't have to go to college, they wouldn't be at college because they're taking general study. 98% of kids in college are paying for it themselves or the parents or they're on a loan. And they're right. working on the side. So this whole right. cry, 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 they deserve it. No, 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 they don't. Because I, I went through it the other way. My my dad's a retired master sergeant. My mom was a teacher. They scrimped to put me through college so I didn't have a bill. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing with my kids, but I'm working. But that was my point was, look. No, there, there's so many aspects, biologists, you're right, that, that people don't think about the the kid that's playing a, another sport that doesn't make any money people forget that those and those kids do train all the time i mean yes, and i know do, different yes, different do. schools do you know take things more seriously than others but i know at the schools my daughter plays at when you play volleyball that is your mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. and you are that's there your life. and that's her life that's that's the way it is that's where you go everything revolves around it and yeah there's they have limits on how much you can practice but you might, you know, maybe you have to do this and that and other, all, the, all this kind of stuff. But a part of it, the biologist, comes from this thought. When I was at Alabama, I had a little bit to do with the football program for a little while. Long story. And, and I remember somebody saying that they were complaining. It was a journalism student. And they were complaining and saying that they worked as hard in journalism as the football players did. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. that's just dumb. Mm-hmm. You just have no, no idea. No, Those kids they... are over there eight, nine, ten hours. Yep. They are. and um, But it, there's a little bit of that feeling that causes some, some what do you call it, covetousness, envy, envy yeah. that kind of thing. But you're right. People forget about those other those other sports, well, and they also it, forget about the smaller schools, and we, we've got to fix it. Well, my daughter's narrowed it down to D2 schools, and she could probably play D1, but because they, those schools are like, look, we can get a great player and help her get through nursing and provide her a little bit, and my wife and I might have to drop a little bun, bit of money, right. but she'll get the enjoyment of everything without having the... And my daughter follows a lot of these collegiate soccer players in D1 Power 5, and they go, that's their life. That's it. They, they can't it is do their anything life. else. It is their life. So, yep. Yeah, I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll let you get back to your business. Hey, Thank can you, I sir. give you one warning, the biologist? Yes, sir. I know multiple people whose daughters were soccer players, and, and it happens in volleyball as well. Um, they get the scholarship, they go to school, and then they go, you know, I'm really tired of this. And then mom and dad yes, get to pay I've, the whole I've, bill. <laughs> and that's my mm-hmm. my daughter and I have talked about that. I said, we're doing all this. By gosh, if you get in there, I want to see at least one game, please. That's it. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, brother. Good call. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's so much more complicated. People just forget. They just don't They just don't know. I mean, think about if you're the whole NIL thing. We always think football and basketball. Mm-hmm. Baseball's another whole mm-hmm. whole problem. Oh, goodness. And, then, and how many people don't even realize that a lot of college sports are not full rides? There's headcount right. sports, and then there's sports that aren't headcount sports. Like baseball scholarships, you could end up getting, you get a percentage of the scholarship. There's mm-hmm. only so many scholarships, and then you get 10% of one, you get 25% of one, you get so-and-so. So a bunch of kids on baseball scholarships, their parents are paying the f- almost full load, but they're helping them a little. 
Mm-hmm. And you're like, holy mackerel. I know some people who were super excited. Their son, great pitcher, commits to Mississippi State for baseball mm-hmm. years ago. And they're like, this is the greatest thing ever. And then I think they realized later, wait a minute, I'm going to be broke paying my percentage that's not covered. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's way mm-hmm. more complicated. And you just wouldn't think it would be, but it is. Randall, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Oh, yeah, man. Thank y'all, thank y'all for uh, going through all the trouble y'all go through in the morning time. Sometimes y'all been, y'all been doing on Sky Wrong these past few morning, but What? But, uh, oh, yeah, with all the issues. Yeah, well, we yeah, don't know I, what it is. We like stressing him yeah, out. I know. <laughs> I know. I just... I, but yeah, hey, but yeah, look how right, look, right, Randall, right. look how smooth he was today. If you go back six oh, yeah. months, he would have had a stroke, a heart attack, everything <laughs> would have been broken. <laughs> now he's just like, place with home Alabama. We'll we'll get it done in a minute. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. worries. Yeah. Hey, he starts disc jockeying. And for our right time, you know, the kind of kind of the uh the or the add to the practice thing, you you know, organized practice and unorganized, you know what I mean? You got that too. So, you know, my kids my kid went to Huntington and, and he played. I messed up because I didn't know, man. I didn't know how much it was going to be. I let him play both sports. They they put him in both sports, football and baseball. And it was just too much, man, for a kid. And for somebody who really had a dad that, you know what I mean, just uh, we went through a lot at the time, too. So, and man, and, but I want to say this. The uh, other part, they get money. Is is on their jerseys. I, I noticed. I don't watch football, but the first thing I noticed is on Michigan jerseys. They, they got the, the Nike Air them, the Air Jordan them. Mm-hmm. Man, you know they signed a deal and got a hundred and seventy three million dollars for that for uh, fifteen years for doing that. And they, I don't know how much they made last night. They still owe them twelve million dollars right now as of this morning. The way I figured out how much they done got. And uh, so uh, in uh, Texas, they got they got they got two hundred million. Ohio State got two hundred fifty-two million. Uh, Alabama, they all at fifteen years. Now, Bama, Bama only took sixty-eight million. Now, some of this, now this is this is a uh, like say if you broke down the Air Jordan one, they got twelve million up front, seventy-six million in total annual payments, and eighty-five million of apparel. Washington left Nike and went to Adidas. And and they got 119 million. So last night was a battle of the shoes, the shoes too. So last last night they were wearing deep uh, shoes on their jersey for football, and that, and they was battling out. Like there's, there's a whole write up about the shoes and everything. If you go look it up, there's a, they got 300 million dollars off the shoe off the shoe battle. It was fun. So, the college players they get uh, depending on which company the contract is with the university. Some yeah. some schools the kids get all kind of gear merch, oh. and then some <laughs> then some don't. Um, Under yeah, Armour's big uh, big on providing merch for for teams. It, it, I gotta say that Auburn went with Under Armour at ten, and when they signed the deal, this uh, not, I guess this has been not long ago. The stock market dropped on Under Armour <laughs> when my Auburn signed the 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 uh, the, the top <laughs> 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 Hey, I just had to say that for you, but yeah. man, and and why are you laughing? Uh, <laughs> to kind of sum up yesterday, because I only gave because you know nobody's ever asked me about about that thing. And look, I don't, I can't control my money and stuff like that. Like, look, you need to tell the whole thing. I don't want you like battling nobody, but like he. I don't have to. My, I can't have my own check. So that's how. This is how deep. This is how. And I never give up. Like in 2015, I tried. I ended up back in high school. I just want y'all to know. It ain't just that. Like the the 
the, the scars caused seizures, which they treated me for migraines my whole life, all up till I was a junior high, and finally just quit taking the medicine. I got hit so many times, I quit caring. But all my whole elementary, I've been going up to the office, put pills under my tongue. They was thinking it was migraines. I was having seizures. I finally had a grandma seizure. And then they found cancer. It was growing against my aorta vein. They saw that's what's cut oxygen off, causing seizures. So they, they cut back on the seizure stuff, went in there, cut all the stuff out of my throat, cut my uh, my thyroids out, and uh, I ain't got no thyroid. So, like, to have a good day, all my medicine got lined up. And if all my medicine lines up, I, I pee. If I go take a drug test, I P P C P P or whatever P C P or something like that. I got I can't even pass the drug test if I if I want to. Like when the pastor comes out, it is it, I, I, I pee out. Pee, but it's not like that in my bus screen. It just when it comes together and I pee it out. So, so like and I, I just want to know it's, it's and then then the seizures also caused me to have I, I put I fell on some scissors. They went up my nose. Cut all, all that, that kind of stuff happened. So. Like, I, I got to see. I got my driver's license back. I, I worked. On, I really worked real hard. And like, if, if, if you can flag right now, they can take my license. I, I'm sure easy. Like, but I'm, I'm working, y'all. And don't nobody hate against me. I promise. I'm trying. And I, I, I gave another shot even to somebody who's listening right now. And and they gave me. They sent me a text. So I think it's time for you take a break. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like so you know it's. It, I, I do, and I don't give up. I'm never gonna give up. So no. like, and, and and they wanted me going full disability, and I won. So so I had to. My dad had to fill out the paperwork every year. It's a drag, and he he hates it. And then I had, then I uh, I used to be able to go see this uh, doctor for the uh, government, and uh, that's one reason I liked it because they. Uh, I don't know. I was. It made me feel like I don't know. It made me feel like something because they wanted to come watch me do these do these. Uh, these puzzles that could nobody else figure out, and like, and from now they don't even call me can't do that no more. But anyway, so Randall, I, I thanks, like buddy. Keep up the yeah, fight, brother. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Don't forget our friends at 1819news.com. They are your unbiased nonprofit truth teller in the news business. They're doing the job that we all thought the old newspapers would do telling you what's going on in the state of Alabama, the good things and the bad things, but they're just giving it to you straight. Go consider being a member. Join the team. Join the fight. 1819news.com. Let's go back out to your phone calls. Anybody want to weigh in on the, the last calls before we go to Urbanite? Because once Urbanite speaks, yeah, it's, there's probably, we won't even have any opinions Look left. Look at you asking. Wow. Have you ever asked if we had something to say? I think it was extra bit of coffee he had. Mm. Usually he doesn't need to ask. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Touché. So yes. kind of him. It's that wow, we're so <laughs> lucky. So happy. Usually they just interject themselves without asking. Dang it, and I actually have nothing to say. <laughs> Scott, I just think that the whole You're just making it up now so situation. you can say something. No, the situation has me very concerned. Don't run with but scissors. I'm glad that our callers feel like they can tell us stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's all. I, I, I forgot to, yes, Randall has been through it, and he is working hard to pull his life together against all the odds, and so I hope he never gives up. It doesn't sound like he's going to. No, he's a, he's a fighter. He's a true Carry he's the absolutely. scissors with the, with the handles up. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. run. Yeah, don't run. But um, Urbanite, 
Welcome to the program. Hey, how's it going, everybody? What's I going on, buddy? Going to on the last segment because I was going to bring that up about the Nike deal. I think that's the future of how this should be getting how this should get done, where everybody gets a piece of the action. Well, is what if Nike gives one school more than they give another school? Will they have more money to pay their players? It lies the rub. You and I both know to be to the popular schools and the big schools, and that yeah. the little schools going to be looking stupid. But here's the deal. We said this was going to happen. Those of us who wasn't for the players being paid, I really liked the, the old way where you just stuck, stuck and gave them the money. I honestly think that was the best way to prove their value mm-hmm. and, for, and for the boosters to get involved when it was all being done, quote, unquote, under the table. But it was a, it was a whole lot cheaper back when they were just doing it with the brown bags, though. I, I promise you. <laughs> you mean like they do for elected officials? But here's the deal. But we do. I've always felt sorry for the kid who was the nose guard or who was freaking center. But, you know, they weren't getting that kind of love. Well, they were because there was always some old guy who played that position. We always gave a little something on the side. Right. Well, it's funny, you know, because those guys, most people don't know their names. And then now, if you go to the NFL, it is those guys who get paid. Now, they don't get paid what the quarterbacks get paid, but they get paid very well. And it took so long for them to realize, oh, the linemen matter tremendously. Yeah. And it went from, oh, anybody can do that to, oh, no, only the 6'6", 385-pound guy who can run a 4'6", or a 4'5". Oh, no, only he can deserve yeah, that kind of money. Brother, yeah, my best friend in high school was a nose guard, and I could not run his fat butt to save my life. You're right. He did like a, his 40 was like, he yeah, he did like crazy 40 for somebody his size. Right. Yeah. But anyway, I, yeah, I was going to bring that up, that I think that Nike deal is the future. But I, well, I don't know. You know what's funny about it, Urbanite, is, so we huh? had a system in place. It wasn't perfect. Then the, the do-gooders which C.S. Lewis, he warned us about the do-gooders. The do-gooders come in, and they're going to fix it. They're going to make it right. And all they did was generate a bunch of new problems that now to fix that, you're going to have to have a new board and a new rulemaking body to put rules and guidelines in that every time someone tries to get around it, they're going to have to have a new rule and another guideline and you're just going to end up with bureaucracy on top of bureaucracy to fix the problem that was created by the do-gooders, mm. which sounds very right. similar to the government in general. And exactly. um, some people and just don't know to not kick over the fire ant bed. It's going to put more government in your business if you go the way you were talking about with putting bureaucracy on bureaucracy. That's right. It's going to require another department to manage you know, NCAA and all that kind of... I mean, we, we did it to ourselves, people. We did it to ourselves, trying to pretend that it was not happening before we did it to ourselves. And the, right. if we're going to fix it, or we need to do it to ourselves by not by saying no. We have got to learn to say no. And, yeah, no and when somebody says, but, but Urbanite, if, if, if you were a nice person, you'd let me fix it. That's, that's what we've got to learn to say no to, because that's how they get I agree us. With, I agree with you that the no, the first no needs to stop with a restriction on the amount of money. Yeah. That needs to stop the first no. 
Yeah, and everything and, and has to, everything has to go through the cooperative. That and, way, you limit the amounts. And maybe to make it look fair, maybe from now on, a football coach can't make more than ten times what a regular professor makes. Oh, I like that across the board. Uh, no, because all, all, all the academics are going to start making more money than they were. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the way you fix it, isn't it? When you put in the rule, they'll just start paying their professors more. How much does the English teacher really work? Uh, don't, don't, don't get me in trouble. I submit to you my physics teacher was way more than my English teacher. I'm just moving on now, okay? Mm-hmm, you're meddling. <laughs> you got to do it. Thanks, Urban Eye. Even Urban Eye is like, I got to get out of here. I got to go. You got to go. go. The, um, you really can't see, talk about teachers. Every time you fix Great. one problem with one way, though, you 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 do start another problem. Mm-hmm. Like what we just said, you know, don't pay your fo- your football coach more than ten times your highest paid professor or whatever. Well, then you'll end up with schools paying the professor more. It's it's the it's the lottery. We'll let you go to college free in mm-hmm. Georgia deal. Now nobody can get into college. And they're like, no. oh, you have to have a you have to have a B. And everybody's like, yeah, if you have a B, I'm going to send my kids to college. So everybody's for it then magically everybody has a B average. And they're like, wait a minute, now we can't pay for all the college, so what are we going to have to do? We're going to have to use a test. Mm. Oh, no, now we're back to the bad, evil, terrible test that says some people are good at it, some people are bad at it. And it just, so you just got to keep changing so it all the, the time. Quit being do-gooders and mind your own business and try to scale everything back down instead of saying, I'm going to fix this problem. Fix your own yeah. problems and quit fixing Every problem for society, which just causes more and more, more issues. But like the college thing, you start limiting what, you're going to limit the football team. Well, how much, how much stopping, how much money does the other team get? Does, mm-hmm. What does the baseball team get? What does the basketball team get? What does the hockey team get? And then you got Title IX. Mm. I'm not even sure how you give a stopping to one group that, do the football players, their boys, get more than the mm. volleyball players who are girls. I mean... And the, the fairness witch Nazis come out. Not not witches as women, but just it just gets worse. Thank yeah. you for clarifying, Scott. <sighs> the fairness Nazis. We'll be back. <laughs> Doing all I can. Wait, he said it's not in. He uh, said we turned it back, back on. I turned <laughs> us off. What? We've got, okay, if the Leeds Bass Pro Shop story was funny, which I actually had a listener uh, message me and say she had to pull over on the side of the road because she was laughing so hard listening to it. But oh. have y'all heard about the Mountain Brook man? They got stuck in the urn, dang it, and he's doing all he can and he can't get out. And they had to crack it open, dang it. If you haven't looked at the Twitter, we got to do that. Stuck on the Twitter eggs. Let's go to Charles the yeah, first of doing it. Stuck in like a decorative urn. Oh, is that a big yeah, pot? We'll get to that in a moment. It's a big vase. It's okay. such Stay a tuned. mountain brook problem. <laughs> Charles the first of doing it. Welcome to the program. Well, thanks for having me on. Hey, Amy, Beth, Allison. I hope y'all are having a good day. We are. Uh, we hope you too as well. I, I, I didn't want to uh, let the day pass without reminding y'all we're having votes today uh, in. District 16 for the House seat and uh, District 9 for the State Senate. And, you know, District 9 State Senate uh, uh, has Stacey Lee George, you know, and I'm a big proponent uh, of his. I even got, guys, I got to go to a radio station and record a commercial, right? And record no a commercial. Way. Yes, a 30-second. You know, I did my debut on your show with my mm-hmm. KIV thing. Remember that? 
And uh, that was really fun. I did it in one take. He said I did it exactly 30 seconds. And, you know, we put the paid political announcement by Stacey Georgia thing in and all that. It was really right. fun, though. And uh, but, but that's what I wanted to tell you. I, I wanted everybody to get out and vote once the rain ends or whatever they've got to do. And, you know, part of that district for nine is uh, down there around Dodge City and Hansel and Bluntsville yeah. and stuff. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they may pick you up right there. And they do. I just wanted everybody to know how important it was to get out and vote and that I am a big proponent of Stacey Lee George. He will do the right thing. And he, he, uh, he really listens and enjoys uh, Alabama Unfiltered Radio. You know? Good deal. Um, now, does he so, have an establishment candidate he's running against? He's running against two of the guys that already had uh, uh, positions there in that area of, like, uh, ARAB, uh you know, okay. the vicinity there, Rainsville, uh, 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 right there, you know, not the whole, I think his name recognition is going to carry over further than their areas where they were just kind of, because this goes, this goes all the way from uh, like right in the Dodge City area, all the way to Redstone Arsenal in like a little city. Does it really? Around the cap. Yes. Yes. So, so he's got some of the real estate people from Huntsville that are backing him and he's got... He got somebody to do the flyers. It wasn't the EA like the other guy. Right. More of a, not anybody you're going to be doing anything for. You know, just somebody that has good Republican values. I got and, you. Um, and, and so uh, I just want to remind everybody that you want to, you want to in the, the 16th district, 16th, uh, the Republican candidate's name is Brian Brinkjark. And he's running against the Democrats. So keep his name in mind and go vote for him. So that's for uh, Tuscaloosa and Jefferson County. We want to keep. We want to have the Republican candidate in there. Right. Um, okay. That's a good reminder. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, and I say go vote well, even if it's sure raining. Welcome. Yeah. Thanks, Charles the First of doing. Hey, have a great day. Everybody, go vote. You got it. Because we're not weenuses. We go out and vote in the even rain. In the yeah, rain. we don't care. Yeah. We're not scared. No. So go vote. Thank you, Charles. All right. Look. May we please just pause? Mm-hmm. Do we have to wait on the urn story? Like, do we have well, to wait? I mean, y'all can make. I mean, this are we, are red we top and go to red top and, like and then blood well, they brothers are. and they stuff. Are. So it's up to her, really. <laughs> All right, Alice. Blood you brothers, tell us. Mm-hmm. No, up to you. Um, I mean, there's not much to the urn story. Oh no, there's a lot to. But the we urn can't stories. even play it. Well, it's got some cursing in it. I don't well, know at this very fancy New Year's Eve party. Red top, why the heck did you hang up? Oh, no, he didn't. He still didn't. Okay, never mind. He's struggling with technology. That was Charles. Well, honestly, yesterday my eyesight just went gone. Glitched? Yeah, like I can't see like I could yesterday. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, fancy New Year's Eve, Mountain Brook. Over at the brook. And I don't know how, but Connor Paget ended up in an un. No. (laughs) And he did not get out. No, an urn is... Isn't the urn the thing you put the dead person's ashes in up on the mantle? Or that? plants. Or plants. Or it's a big thing. This but, is decorative. But this, this is, is like a giant urn. Like you would put in front of your front door and put some ferns or something coming out of. Well, like Kana a four, four foot tall one. Decided yes. to jump in it. He had to get in an urn. Do they do that a lot over there? Well, he was small no. enough to get in the urn. Oh. So I'm But just, he was. So while he was in the urn, he was eating some. What do you call those little cakes? The pedophores. Pet, he was eating some pedophores. Well, no, it looked like everybody was just drinking their bourbon. Uh-huh. And so all these mountain brookies are standing around saying, Connor, you can do it. 
you can get out of that urn like he's about to be birthed out of that urn. <laughs> and there's this really nice lady that's in this silk shirt and she's stirring her drink and she's like coaching him. On and how to he, get out of the urn. Because uh, that's the thing they do over there, right? Yeah, apparently. And their little friends you can do it out of to the try urn. to like, go, you know, like in their little, what are they doing in a coat and tie? And they a cocktail like Robert party? Adderhole in the double-breasted <laughs> I do. And the blazer. Thank God he gave that up. But they were quite a few of them. And Connor's like, I'm doing all I can. I took off my belt. I'm going. I'm trying. But y'all, I'm stuck. And then he says, call the fire department. <laughs> anyway, finally they had to get a hammer and hammer his way out of the $10,000 urn. Ooh. Well, not really. They're trying to decide how much it but was. But it's very expensive. So we have the Bass Pro and mm -hmm. we have the urn. We mm -hmm. don't know what else is going to happen mm -hmm. in Alabama mm -hmm. today. It's so embarrassing. Girl. Well, look, from <laughs> for the entire Alabama socioeconomic ladder, <laughs> from the top we to the bottom. From Mountain Brook to Sterrett. We can do... Also, that guy was on drugs. Just well, well, the Mountain Brook guy probably didn't say. He said, "Hold my bourbon." Yeah, he did. Yeah, this guy said, he didn't say, hold, "Hold my, my pants. pants." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, he did have to take his pants off. Trying oh, to get his out. belt. He did, but it was dignified. And Allison. then they said when he got out of the urn, he went to the corner of the yard and smoked a cigarette and said, "I need a double makers on the rocks." <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's what the article really? said. Really? I did not make that up. <laughs> I was I'm like, you are serious. making fun of that poor kid, but no, that's no, what he that's said. that's what the article said. Because <laughs> apparently there's a video of somebody, like, narrating everything that's going no, on. No, And that's what the video said. So, and then now wow. he's been on some national podcast. Of course he has. And everybody's making fun that his name's Connor. They're like, of course his name's Connor. But Connor. why wouldn't you invite Bass Pro? Is Bass Pro still behind bars? I mean, because I one to, yeah. guy, you know, had his fun afterwards with his drinks. One guy was loaded up on the way in. I just, why isn't he on a podcast? So today, I want to know. Learned. There should be more people making fun of the guy in the urn. I mean, but they're they're really trying to help him. <laughs> they're so serious. They are, and I'm like, that's why I said, does this happen often? And is it an initiation <laughs> right? You got to get in the urn and pretend you popped out. Hey, I'm born. I mean, I mean, there. We would, my friends, we would be like, <laughs> dumb. What are he you is stuck in the urn? We're going to help him out? No, we're not. <laughs> he is going to be in there a long time before we help him also, out. Also, why didn't they immediately just grab a hammer and like... Well, I mean, it's a mountain broke out. urn. It's probably worth millions. <laughs> well, I mean, like, if it was, save, they can replace it. Save so Connor. I'm thinking, like, just go get the hammer. Eventually, well, they did. eventually Connor will lose weight. And we can get him out. He's a little guy Did already. Did it say why he Connor was in the urn in the first place? No. No. Maybe what kind of journalists do we have these days? Not good ones. Somebody should ask. The story is over at theol.com. <laughs> and, of course, they don't say, why did your scrawny butt get in the urn to start with? You know why? Because it's a super secret initiation. Oh, That's why. And you can't tell people. Okay. The brothers can't give it away. Oh, snap. <laughs> it wasn't uh. the skull and crossbones. It was the skull and... Big bottles. <laughs> we, we'll be back. Let me stand next to your fire. Jimmy Hendrix. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. The Jimmy Hendrix experience. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's Look how happy Sky is. Oh, he is super so happy. happy. I so love happy. that. Yeah. Allison, um, can we go to Red Top now? Because I've been trying to get you to go over there, and you did, you just want to talk about Kiss what up? you want to talk I don't about. know. I thought he hung up on me. No, no. Uh, he's, he's, he's been no, waiting he's patiently today. Do you want to go to him? 
Hey, Red Top. Welcome to Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We're so glad you're back. You are just the light of our lives. No, no, no. You light of oh, our lives. Please, please don't bring up that song you again. That was very that's, that's, that's old, old world band. Who sings that, Sky? Debbie Sky, Boone. You, uh, Debbie Boone. Sky, you said it so true when you said that was the worst possible song in the world to bring up to me. <laughs> I couldn't think of the worst one. Uh, uh, speaking of much better music, uh, I, uh, Are You Experienced, the Jimi Hendrix album is one of the first albums I bought in my life. Dude. And that was in 1967, and I used to live over in Eastbrook, uh, Sky, you know where I live, right up Mayfair Road. Oh, yeah. And I remember uh, my piano would be sitting next to the driveway window, and I would be practicing my piano. And the kids in the neighborhood would come by and sit at my window while I was playing. And then I'd turn on Jimi Hendrix. And believe me, back then, it was stunning how different it was. And for a little boy that's just been taking European music and Beethoven and all this kind of stuff, I latched on to that stuff fast. And it still was inspiring because everything back then was the BTs and all that kind of crap. Jimi Hendrix changed the world. Thank goodness. Revolutionary. Uh, and yeah. now, uh, back to uh, uh, this is uh, why you guys in Birmingham need us in Montgomery so bad. This last discussion about the man in the urn, people in Birmingham <laughs> are really damn stupid. Uh, <laughs> nobody in Montgomery is stupid enough to crawl in an urn and get stuck. I've been living here a long time. 70 years and they've never been anybody that damn dumb in this city. So I'm glad we can lift you guys up because we're a lot smarter than that down here. I was hoping yeah. most of the folks uh, in my part of town were smarter than that too. Uh, well, they're not. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you want intelligent life, you might as well come to Montgomery because the damn train up there. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. So, I still, I'm with you, Scott. I need to know why he got into the urn in the first mm-hmm. place. Was it a dare, uh, like Bass Pro? Hey, in Montgomery, we can solve that for you. He's just dumb as hell. <laughs> uh, and we, oh, there's your and answer. we move on. <laughs> hey, since we're not talking about anything important, I uh-huh. have been hit with political correctness in my music. No. Oh, dear. Yes. No. I, I And this really has surprised me. Ever, ever since I moved back to Montgomery, I was so glad to move back here after I left Sodom and Gomorrah. That is Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. The the town where every time you get a new car, it's stolen. What <laughs> a new twice in a row. Um, so I wrote a song about me and a pigeon down at the river sitting there talking to each other. And this is a true story. I know you'll believe this. But... I named the song Back in Monkey Town. Mm. Okay. Can you not say that well, anymore? That's Montgomery's nickname since... Has been forever. forever. Yeah. Uh, CB uh, lingo. It's, it's an old... The, the truckers named it yeah. Monkey Town probably 80 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I am constantly uh, uh, fronted by people. And when I say Back in Monkey Town, they go, oh, 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 you got this change it to Montgomery Town. And I'm going, you know, uh-uh. I ain't gonna happen. Get over it. But this is for Montgomery to tell me that. Well, A, I'm not gonna change it. And B, I can't believe how 
Instead of saying Montgomery, they just go, hey, uh, I'll see you down in Monkey Town. So, May have had something uh, to do with the legislature being in town. town time. Time. Oh. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Red Top. A bunch of monkeys. Don't change your thing, man. Right on. 